Welcome to the good life. Welcome to the good life. The wait is over. Welcome to the good life. And after all the talk, all I gotta say is Welcome to the good life. You're welcome. Hello and welcome back to the Point of Difference podcast. I'm your host and coach of the Terrace crew, Matt Ricks. Well, we're finally here. Round 17 by is upon us. Uh, all the wheeling, all the dealing is done. Only three, maybe two, three, maybe four trades left before we hit the, the buy round this week. Uh, it was a pretty tough week, round 17 last week. Not too much variation across the board, but some teams would hit, hit hard with injury, sin bins and suspensions. Uh, here to unpack uh, a big buy round for me tonight, we got the A-team back on deck. Uh, it's Coach of Tubes' Pods. Tubes, welcome back to the Pod Pod. G'day, Matt. Thanks for, thanks for having me. Uh, and after another poor week, I feel like I, I need to be sent back to the, to, the, to the B team. I've taken it easy on you on the intro as well. I've usually got something, <laughs> something lined up. <laughs> yeah, just you're not, you're not prepared enough tonight to, to give it to me, but... Uh, I had a pretty crappy week. I don't even really want to talk about it. I think I got 980. Big swing. I brought in Sevo over Pappy as a late call. And, um, yeah, obviously, I think everyone out there can figure out what, what that did. Yeah, I I didn't get Pappy either. Um, and my thinking was, yeah. Like, I mean, look, it was like all on a knife's edge as well. Like if Pappy doesn't have that last seven minutes – you know, we're having a completely separate conversation. I went Dylan Brown instead, and I'm happy enough with that decision. It's it's just that Pappy can do that to you. You know, he can he's the only one in the game basically you can put that seven minute hundred point spell on. Yeah. Our uh, our second guest tonight is uh, he's had a couple of weeks off, so I'm sure he's raring to go all the way from London, the UK. Coach of the Casabonitas, Dan Ricks. Dan, welcome back to the Pod Pod. Yeah, thanks, Matt. Uh, talking about the A team, I've now been relegated to. Being second introduced, where I was holding top spot there for a while. Oh, uh, really? Yeah. So you know that well deserved. I did I've notice gone, that. Too. Yeah, true, true. <laughs> I've gone down to six thousand in the ranking. Absolutely on full tilt, off the rails. You're going to hear some absolute flying pods tonight. What'd you score uh, on the weekend? A thousand and seven. So Oof. terrible. Brought in Sevo as well. Uh, I went full all in on on Para. You know, looks now that most people are going to have Dylan Brown with Munster being out, which was my early go early on him. I've kept Panasini, who who went terrible as well. So hopefully, hopefully a big bounce back this week against the Tigers for Para. Uh, definitely all in on them. And my buy plans haven't gone to uh, gone very well either. I think I'm going to only be running out about 13 this week when I was planning 15 or 16. Yeah, right. Yeah, you got a bit unlucky with that Para on the weekend. You got the you cop the. Souths were fired up off the big loss, and then they uh, it was also uh, biblical rain. Not sure if you saw any of it, but they were swimming out there at Homebush. No, I saw I saw the Sharkies game was underwater as well. That game underwater it was pretty pretty tough week. So uh, you know anyone that went over eleven fifty twelve hundreds had a had a great week this week. Yeah, the Terrace Crew we scored eleven thirty five, um, and initially I was a bit down in the dumps because. Um, I didn't feel like I went that well, but I also knew that it wasn't a, a terrible score. Um, Angus Crichton's 23 hurt me. And and then obviously not owning Pappenhausen. If I'd bought Pappenhausen, it was an extra 80 points or whatever, um, blah, blah, blah. Like 
Um, not too bad. But anyway, uh, we dropped again. So that's our, I think that's our fourth week of Red Arrows. So the Terrace crew are down to 514th or something like that. Jeez. Um, still good. Like I'm, I'm happy being in the top top 1K, but I just want a week of Green Arrows. So I've planned pretty well for this buy. I haven't I haven't had any ch- teamless Tuesday surprises, so we'll get to that. But, um, yeah, pretty happy. I'm, I'm going to be running our 13 as well. So that's completely in line with my strategy. Absolute joke. I, I thought I'd have have some sort of ground to gain this week, but uh, no, nah, just gonna be not to be just gonna be had in life. Not to be. Yeah. I'm actually, I, I think I've got thirteen like pretty full guns as well, so I'm um I'm feeling pretty good about this round. I think that's a good number, thirteen for this week. Yeah, and obviously like Nico's playing, but that I'm there is one reason I'm glad Nico's playing because um, it, it's obviously everyone up high pretty much has him. Um, so it didn't really matter if he played or he didn't, but it does matter because it gives. Um, it, there's a choice to be made now between him and Pappenhausen for vice captain. So there could be a little pot angle, you know, to get Pappy, but then go VC on Hines instead. Um, mm. I think most most people will be going it on. I don't know. I'd suggest more if you if you had both. I think it depends if it's raining or not. If it's raining, wet hair Hines, you got to put the VC on him. <laughs> He's produced a get on the weekend in a in a downpour. Somehow managed a ninety six. Um, is the game? I'm sure we'll get to it, but uh, yeah, it depends what the weather's looking like for that game. I think. Yeah, we needed a weather report this week. I have had a quick look, so I'll I'll try and do my best that I can there. Uh, quick shout out for our Queenstown comp um, this week. Uh, uh, the big D Podfather. Uh, he scored the best for the week. He scored an eleven fifty two, uh, which was too good for my eleven thirty five. And uh, me and Dan have our lead shrunk only slightly to three hundred and sixty. We're still looking good for that Queenstown bet tubes. So um, better start. Uh, better start um, getting the cash ready there. Getting a few other things ready. Uh, we're looking to yeah, good. I, anyway. I was even I was even looking up the top one hundred golf courses in the world the other day, and Jack's Point in Queenstown comes in at around sixty. So. I really, yeah. really enjoy that free round over at Jack's Point. I've dropped so much and I keep losing in my main head-to-head league. I'm almost considering just like saving trades for a for a big, big last two weeks. So let All Dad right. carry the team for a cup for a few, and then like go let, save six trades to just pick ping his bat over those yeah. last two. So weeks. just go full full tanking on overall, and yeah, uh, just and to win the queen. Hoping down. you hang on to the top. Top four or top eight in the head to head? No, I'm gone. Like as in, I keep everywhere. Losing. I'm just gone, gone. everywhere. I'm, like I'm, I'm, I'm off super coach. I don't know how I'm turning up. <laughs> I've got, I've got no shining light to, to talk about at the. So moment. what? You just want my you just want to go and couldn't do it for me on the weekend. Two massive scores at the end somehow when both of our teams have been drained of trades and we're running out I, fourteen or fifteen players. Yeah, I thought you would have been happy with Matty Moylan's thirty three or whatever he got. I was like, as in happy in the conditions. In the conditions, the, yeah, and, yeah. I think I think it showed that he's a he's a potential. Uh, he's a he's a building blocks player. We'll see how oh, he goes. You were going to say, you were going to say, I'm happy to have him for round round seventeen. Uh, the the group code seven three two six five four. The Pod Pod Unlimited group. Now we got another new leader this week. We got. Coach of Dom's, Derek's Dom. Now, I finally, finally figured out who Dom is, so big shout-out to you out there, Dom. Um, he's taking the lead just. Um, 
and where um he's uh he's actually messaged me during the week saying he's gonna uh, he started he started uh, polishing up the clubs for a round out the lakes. He's looking forward to it. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, so I've dropped a, I've dropped a seven on the golf. Yeah, no, it's it's very tight up the top. Them I've dropped a seventh. Scandy last week's leader has dropped down to ninth. So it's Whoa. very very tight at the top. So Dom's Derek's from a new team, the Darky Sharkies. I don't know where they've come from, but g'day, g'day Darky Sharkies. Um, and then Parallel 69, Simon in third place. Mm. So only uh, only 13 points separating the top three. Where, so it's, where it's are wide, the, wide open. Where are the Rudy Duties gone? Are you around? Uh, Rudy Duties are gone. Rob, yeah. the Rob coach of the Rudy Duties, 14th in the, in the league. So, yeah, he's a, he just – he uh, got out way too quickly, way too early. Um, but yeah, anyway, join if you want to get involved. It's uh, still open. Uh, the ten team league update. So another pretty poor week. We're really struggling. Somehow we're still third overall, though. So as I said last week, we're trying to maintain that third place. Um, tubes again <laughs> needs to lift a bit, though. <laughs> Dragging everyone. Down. I'm still I'm still equal first in that head to head comp. Somehow, somehow, who knows somehow. how. What about Andrew King? Put him in the socket. Put him somewhere. He's too good for this game. Well, the juggler. The juggler's come out at Brookie. All right, so uh, we just let's. We're just going to get in. We got a big show. We got to go through all the team news for the week for the four games. We're going to give a bit of an overview of round seventeen, how many numbers we've got, and then also some trade plans post round seventeen. So who we're looking to bring in. Uh, then we've got our vice captains and captains and trades for the week. Very big, um, you know, very important part of any bye week is the is the C and VC chat. Um, and then to finish, as per usual, a big game of who would you rather and who would you rather be. Um, so let's start with um, our round seventeen um, planning. We've done all the buy planning to get to this this point. Um, the days here. Uh, we're going to start with you, Dan. Uh, so you mentioned you're going to have 13 running out, and that's it with how many trades this week and how many trades remaining. I didn't want to talk about it that much, but we'll we'll go. So I've got 13. I was hoping Officer Peoples might get a start with the four injuries to South's forwards, but he still can't even make the 20, 22. He's really got his card marked, hasn't he, for some reason? I don't know, I don't know where he's gone, Peoples. Uh, and then Garlo is number number 18. Needs a needs an early concussion. Bronson Garlic, Bronson Garlic from Garlick. the Storm. Bronson yeah. Garlic from the Storm. Uh, he's in the side. Uh, otherwise, he's just nothing out as a as a bottom priced uh, enough there. But if uh, if those two aren't around, then I've got thirteen players for this week. Uh, which, as I said, is probably okay. But I was I was really banking on hitting some hitting my straps around here and having fifteen or sixteen. But not the case. I'm making three full blown trades. And I have four trades remaining. Oh wow! I didn't. I I didn't think you were that low. Wow, you've really been max traded. My team makeup is good. I really just need something like Cam Murray and Munster to come in, and then I'm pretty much set. So I, right. I might have the cash to do that. Otherwise, the big one for me this week is, and he's not playing, so we might as well talk about him now. Um, Ruben Garrick, that uh, hip pointer injury that he copped i've had one of those it was one of the most painful things i've ever ever experienced uh it started cramping on me in the nights basically calling an ambulance ouch 
didn't have a needle to go to just jab in there, but uh, <laughs> he he got through the game. Uh, I I think he might be out for a few weeks, so it's is really that, tough. So, so, so did he get a needle at halftime? Yeah. Needle at halftime yeah. takes the pain away. It's basically you crush your abdomen abdominal muscles onto the hip, and it basically tears from the undersurface. So it's lots of bleeding. Lots of tearing, like a big contusion, and really, really painful. Anytime you squeeze your abs really hard, you're going to feel it. Obviously, you need that for sprinting and that sort of thing. So, you know, I think he's a risk of not playing round 18. They have a great draw round 18, round 19. So it's tough to drop him. But if he doesn't play those rounds, it, you know, you're absolutely gone with that. So being 700K plus, it's a really big decision whether to drop him or not. So you'd hold him this week though and just wait and see how that plays out. Maybe not. Maybe maybe risk, risk it. Risk it, risk it and just trade him out, yeah. Yeah. So interesting. But as I said, not much trades to get those sort of guys back in. Uh, no, no, well, with four yeah. with four trades, if you're trading them out, they're not coming back. <laughs> no, nah, it's relying on Big Sevo to somehow, you know, bounce back bounce back. Real I think hard. Big Sevo's fine. Like honestly, that was you you've you've landed pretty rough there. I think if you were you know, if you were in Australia um, and I mean, I don't know. You probably didn't even realize. I didn't realize it was going to be that wet. Um, you guys both got a bit unlucky with Sevo there. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they got smashed. So I think Sevo's fine. I'm currently he's in my trade plans for this week. So and Gutho yeah. scored a double somehow. Like he only usually. got seventy three. Yeah. Anyway, I'm just more mean. Gutho never scores. He's usually throwing the ball to Sevo. But mm. anyway. But I think to the to the point there. Guys who aren't playing this week, and they're kind of. I think I think Garrick's a definite keeper in the centre wing this year, uh, but just looking at the draw, I think those next two are the juicy ones, round eighteen, round nineteen. So I'm, if you're holding, you're really banking on him backing up in a couple of weeks' time, uh, and if you drop in, you're hoping he he then doesn't play those two. I presume you're bringing in Pappenhausen this week, Dan. Yeah, hundred percent. And how are you funding that? Uh, I've got a bit of cash now. I've got 400K in the bank from last week's trades. So uh, I've got, if it's not him, it's it's definitely Karaz is going out of the side. Um, either Max King, Isaiah Yo, Garrick. I've got a few people to play around with. So I, I still haven't made my decisions, but I'm definitely bringing yep. in Pappenhausen, most likely Madison if he's looking fit and healthy. And then maybe bringing in a um, a one and done or the uh, the front row forward from Tigers, who we'll probably talk about. Yep, yep. I want to talk about Matto in a bit more detail later. Tubes, how many have you got ready to go for round seventeen? I'll have thirteen as well, with the hope that Garlic plays as well. Um, I've, but that's with making three trades. If I make three trades, I'll still have eight left for the rest of the year. Uh, and at the moment, my three I'm looking to bring in are Pappenhausen, Madison, and uh, Brandon Smith. So I had about 500K in the bank coming into this week. So uh, yeah. obviously I've lost Graham like most, so I was hoping to have 14 for the week. Um, but Graham's now a straight trade-out um, and means that I can afford Maddo rather than some other number. So for post-round 17 then, Tubes, who um, are you looking at bringing guys straight in after Origin and who are they? 
I mean, the big one for me is is Cleary. I'm hope I've got to get him in my team, um, and so I'll be using a few trades to do that. I only got about a hundred k left in the bank if I make those three trades this week. Uh, so Cleary coming into my side, um, and at some stage Matt Moylan will be converted uh, back to Munster and and Cody Walker to Dylan Brown. They're really my main trade targets. I, I think I'll be happy running Grant and Cheese as the run home hookers, basically mainly playing Grant and only playing Cheese if Grant was out for some reason. Yeah. Um, and then my, I'm, I feel pretty stacked in my forwards and 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 centre wings. So I'll, they're, they're sort of my three main targets that I want to trade in the three halves because I'll have Pappy and Ted as my fullback as well. Yeah, Dan, what about you? Are you got some uh, some post round seventeen targets with your four remaining trades? Yeah, yeah, I, I think I'm okay for it. Uh, I think I'm gonna get Munster for Ezra Mam at some stage. That's that's sort of locked in. Uh, with the jewels that I've still got, I've got Targo and uh, Talakai still in the second row, so I can get out Penasini for um, Cam Murray for not much difference in price as long as yeah. as long as Penasini holds a decent score this week. Uh, so I think he's at five fifty k now, uh, such great value. So I think he'll be jumping into most sides pretty quickly. And then yeah, I've, I'm I'm pretty set for my seventeen, and then just holding those two two trades for for injuries. I think. Yep, yep. Um, so I'm the same as you guys. I've got 13 for the week with three trades. Um, I could have 14 if I wanted to. Um, I, I'm planning on trading out Ezra Mam for Pappenhausen, um, and that's been the plan all the way all the way along. Um, I've got a pretty set. Uh, well, obviously Brown for Munster was a bit um, unplanned, but but I'm, that's fine. Um, so Paps for in for in for Ezra Mam, um, and then. Currently looking at Sevo, like you guys, um, I think he's the right price with high upside. Eels have a pretty good run, um, and they're playing the, the Tigers this week. And then either looking at a one and done um, Hosking, probably once he finally gets put in the game, um, or what else was I looking at? Um, I was looking at maybe bringing in a Lane or Offerhand Goway or Maddo uh, as for Kickow as an alternative, but. Might be going a bit cold on that. Um, thinking about trades ahead, so I've got to get Harry. I think I want to get Harry Grant next week. Maybe Cookie, but I think Grant offers better value. And I think hoping you, that people go off him a bit. If you got the trades, I think running Cookie and Grant is is optimal. Well, I've got to get rid of Cam McInnes now. Like I can't have him on the bench. I mean, oh, sorry, I'll keep him this week, and then yeah. He well, you could run him as a nineteenth, twentieth kind of guy, maybe um, if you've got the cash to to spend elsewhere. But it just depends. You definitely, need, you definitely need Harry Grant, right? And if you've got someone like a Reese, Reese Boy Robson or a, or an Appy, you can keep him with them with Grant. Uh, but if you don't, if you're looking for two targets, I think Cookie and Grant, you got to get those yep. two. Yeah. Um, so I think that I'm going to do that. I'm I'm not sure I'm going to get Munster back because I'm going to move. I might. I'm just going to think about it. I'm going to move maybe around 21 or 22. Um, I'm going to move Drinkwater from fullback down to 5'8 to replace Cody Walker in round 19. They play dogs round 18, so I'll, I'll hold on for Cody for one more week. Um, and so I'll, I'll run Drinky and Dillbags at 5'8, I think, for the, the run home, unless I want to bring in um, Munster for around 21. 
and beyond. Uh, and then Teddy. So I'm going to bring Teddy in um, when I do that. So I'll move Drinky down to 5'8 for Walker and bring Tedesco in round 19. So, yeah, from there it's just pod plays for me. So post-origin, post you're saying you'd rather Teddy over Munster? I think so. Mm. It's a tough I kind of like that. But that's what you're doing. I kind of like Drinky up to 5'8, which I think you've got to keep drink water now. Yeah, well... I could get rid of him this week for Latrell is the other option, <laughs> but then, which is which is very tempting. But I think that's a, it's a bit of a candy hit if you do that. If you, you're kind of locking yourself into Paps and Latrell for the rest of the season, then um, at fullback, given they have have a dual flexibility, you're, you're you're taking a bit of a risk that you might get hit from Ezra Man if he goes berserk this week. Everyone's got him, so you're losing losing money on the pack. But alternatively, if he gets a twenty. Uh, it's an absolute great move. Yeah, well, uh, but uh, I don't have anyone to bring Paps in for. It has to be Ezra because I've got yeah. I've got Brown and Walker at four, unless I traded Cody Walker. Yeah, I just think that's a bit of a make or break uh, for you this week. So I'll be watching watching closely. Well, it's big as well because I think his BE's back up up in the sixties this week, Ezra. Mm-hmm. Um, and that Broncos team is looks pretty bad. Like Dragons could easily win that game. So he's hoping anyway. Um, so yeah, so that's that's our that's our quick overview of round seventeen. Let's get into the teams chat. Send him off! Send the drifting edge off! Get him off the field! That was diabolical. First game is Sharks versus Storm down there at Points Bet Stadium. Um, plenty of changes. Uh, actually, no, sorry, not too many changes here. Talakai's out for Origin. Connor Tracy comes in at centre. Hines, as mentioned, his name to play, um, given he's not 18th man for the for the Blues. Uh, Harry Grant playing Origin. The Cheese, Brandon Smith starts at hooker. Josh King starts at lock. We know that Bellamy may uh, tickle that around a bit. Plenty of plenty of options um, in this game. Obviously, Paps we've spoken about already. It, can anyone give me an argument to not bring in Pappenhausen if you don't own him this week? He was on 30 after 73 minutes last week. And he's playing the Sharks at Shark Park in the wet. Points Bet Stadium. It's wet. It is going to be wet. Yeah. So I looked that up. It's definitely going to be wet. He's nine hundred and thirteen k. There's literally no way you can't bring him in. If you're anywhere near the top, you can't bring him in. I think you just can't not bring him in. The only way you can't bring him in is if you have to do something ludicrous to be able to afford him. Basically, if you, but if you've got the cash. And I think with Campbell Graham going out for a lot of people, they're going to be trading a 600K play they weren't thinking about. I think yep. you just have to bring him in. He's Regardless. Like, you want him for the run home and he's got such yeah. a <laughs> how, how good. We play, we play Supercoach because we, we love watching the rugby league and we when, when our Supercoach players are going well, it makes it even better. I just – how good would it have been for owners that last 10 minutes of that Manly uh, – the Melbourne Manly game? Like that, you know – I've never seen anything like that. Just so many points racked up in the space of what six minutes, something like that. So he's just great to watch, and you know he's going to score well. And if you're thinking overall, and you're up the top, like everyone's going to have him, so you got to get him. Can I'm just we, so annoyed I didn't get him, but yeah. Can we get a market Moylan v Pappenhausen <laughs> points head to head this week? <laughs> um, yeah, it, it would be like I reckon. In all seriousness, it would be like a dollar twenty. Pappenhausen, six dollars. Moiser, yeah. 
good value. I'm loaded up on load up on Papanasa. <laughs> <laughs> um, some other good options in this game, um, Tubes. You mentioned you're bringing in the cheese. He's I can't really get around him. He just he doesn't look the same same player at the moment. Only um, I think what we were talking about, just because I am already a Grant owner, and and so bringing in cheese. And and not I don't have enough trades to try and target Cookie or yeah. something like that. I don't mind bringing in Cheese. He's only three hundred and fifty k. You know you're going to get sixty or seventy out of him this week. He's still got sixty six last week starting at lock. Um, but I, but I probably would only play him if Grant was out. So I think it's a good backup to having Grant as your starting hooker for the whole run home. Um, some of the cheaper storm options. So Josh King, um, if you've held him all the way through, this is it. Play him this week, get rid of him. Grant Anderson had a shocker, bit of an AE nightmare. I'm sure he cost people a few loops last week. He holds his spot, so good for owners. Hopefully he can um, drop out of the team after that. It'd be kind of him. Justin Olam, Dan, is a guy who I mentioned on the pod last week, and I know who you've been a bit of a fan on in the past. Could you entertain um, Justin at uh, his current price of around 410K? Yeah, definitely. He's, I, I did notice that. And I did have a look at him before you mentioned him on the pod last week. So he can definitely go on a tear. He's ultra pod this last bit. I think Melbourne's run's okay. And they're obviously Melbourne Storm, so they're going to score points. If you've got a lot of Melbourne players, I wouldn't do it. If you don't have many Melbourne players, say you're probably going to have um, Pappenhausen. And maybe if you've got a Mimi or another outside back or... I mean, Anderson, you're going to probably have as well, but he's, he's a definite risk for doing nothing, but he'll be ultra pod against everyone else. Yeah, I don't mind him. He's cheap enough. So, yeah, I said last week he, he take was on up Siva. to 600K. Definitely, yep. definitely a good one to take on Siva. And, Dan, I'll just stick with you. Um, Sofa Solomona is, is semi-popular this week, given he's only 350K. Um, you'd be steering clear of him? Well clear. Yeah, like, I think he's. I mean, good, good on him if the front row is going to score a try every week, and he aver- in, but then he's going to only average seventy to eighty. So, you know, it's very high risk, um, and you'd need him to score at least every second game to get any value out of him. Uh, Tubes onto the Sharks. Um, you uh, you brought in Britain Acora, um, and he paid you back. I did. It was nice to see him get across the line. He ended up only he ended up getting seventy seven in a low scoring affair for the Sharks, but um, yeah, I was pretty happy with it. And and he's and yeah, see how he goes this week as another Sharks number. I, I think he's semi okay option. Um, he we spoke about him last week, so I don't want to go into him too much again. But he he hadn't had an attacking stat, so he finally got one of them. He got seventy seven. He's playing eighty. Um, I think you could do worse than him in the second row as a pod for the rest of the year. I don't think he's going to shoot the lights out. He probably lacks the upside, which is the the big thing, but there's no reason why he couldn't get, get a double and sort of get up to 120 maybe. But yeah, it's, um, it's a, it's, it's another pod play. What about the wingers tubes? Um, well, you know, I think most people have Ronaldo by now, but, uh, Sione Katoa, is he someone who's, um, I know you've got plenty of sharks already, but is he someone you're thinking about topping up with? Uh, so could, Ronaldo is about six twenty k. So I, I think he's he's probably an option for those that are losing Graham this week um, mm. for the run home as a as a straight swap. Uh, yep. 
and and Katoa is 584k, so 35k cheaper. So I think um, out of the two, I'd probably go Ronaldo. Yeah. Uh, and I obviously already own Ronaldo. Uh, I would consider Katoa uh, if I if I was just short on cash of getting Ronaldo. I think Katoa is a good option. I just it, yeah, it's hard. I, I, it's hard to own both. <laughs> Yeah. I suppose, but I think they're both good options. I just pro, I just preference Ronaldo over Katoa. I would love Can I think if you swap their sides, I think it would make a huge difference to Katoa. They've both they've they've both scored eleven tries this year. Same amount of tries. What about what about the noodle, Jesse Jesse Raman? <laughs> <laughs> so. Look, I think a few weeks back we did a head-to-head. Who would you rather, Jesse Ramian versus Katoa? Uh, and I think I went Ramian, uh, but he's had a very average three weeks with a 53, 35, and a 50. They do have a pretty delicious draw back end of the season. Uh, I think yep. five out of the last four games, Dragons, Tigers, Bulldogs, Knights. So... And I think Ramian is he's a power player, good good weather conditions, getting clean ball out there. He can he can certainly turn up quite easily. Uh and had four eighty four K. So if you are looking yeah. at Katoa, I'd probably say again, head to head. Katoa's beat him the last three weeks, but I think Ramian's certainly a good option and you'll save a little bit of cash from going up to Katoa. Yeah, I I'd prefer um Ramian at the prices as well, I think. Um, not about chat. Just finally on this game, Cam McInnes, I'm an owner. I was a very reluctant owner um, and he's hurt. Now he's back on the bench. Um, I'll probably look to move him on next week, probably for Harry Grant, um, just depending on his minutes. Again, he only got 41 on the weekend. If that's going to maintain, then I think you need to get him out of the team because he's going to lose cash and, um, yeah, very frustrating purchase he has I been. He was very popular a few weeks back as well. Mm. And- I did crystal ball that a little bit by saying he could just become that dot ball. Yeah, we called it. We called it. I just had no other options. It was him or Blake Braley, and I just couldn't do Braley. And I still, I mean, I don't think Braley's an option. So Um, anyway, that's just the way it falls sometimes, unfortunately. Second game is Knights versus South Sydney uh, at uh, whatever, Newcastle, McDonald Jones Stadium. Friday night. for the Knights, uh, Bradman Best makes a return in the centres in for Dane Gagai, who's out due to origin duty. Um, Souths lose Murray, Cook, Arrow to origin. Campbell Graham, as mentioned, will miss with a facial injury. Not sure how long he's going to be out for, but it looks like multiple weeks. Harme Sele also out. Um, popular cheapie Isaiah Tass retains his spot. Great news for owners and holders. Uh, and Tane Milne Tubes makes a little sneaky return back at right centre. Uh Mark Nichols will play lock and Jed Cartwright will make his seasonal debut in the second row forward. Interesting little one and done option potentially. Um, let's start with the Knights, Dan. Dave Clemmer has dropped off as an option the last couple of weeks. His minutes are just not quite there. Yeah, I think he'll still average quite well. I think he'll still be a 60, 60 plus averager for the rest of the year. Uh, he's just not going to go much more than that. Uh, I think for, for the guys up top, if you want a safe uh, three front row forward rotation, Clem is definitely a guy you could bring in. Uh, and you'd definitely be holding, I think, for the year if you've got him at the moment. Uh, but he'll be that sort of probably that 
sort of bench player, 18, 19 sort of yep. reserve. Uh, and we know, no doubt, I think to, someone in the front row forward is going to go down. So that's my dilemma this week is do you hold Max King and have him as your third front row forward or or try to run light with two front row forwards? So uh, I don't really want to bring in bring in Clemmer. Do you, do you own Haas? No. No. Oh, okay. Just got IPAP and Tomalolo. I don't really agree with uh, the Clemmer. I think a couple of weeks ago he was that, you know, safe dot ball option. But I think Daniel Saifidi back last week and I think his minutes took a hit immediately. So I, d- I just don't really think you – I think if you don't yeah. have Clamo, you're staying away. Yeah, he's lost – he's getting – Is that right? Did he get a sin bin, did he? I'm pretty sure he got sin bin. He's got negative eight in negative stats. I'm not sure what happened. Oh, he did so get sin bin. I saw like it. A sin bin to me. He did. He did. So, yeah, so he got he had 58 minutes. minutes. Yeah, fifty-eight minutes and um, and gets the minus eight as well. So, I think he still gets a sixty-five in that game without it. So, I think that's where he's at. Interesting. We can't. We got to. We we need to get. You know, we need to give some lip service to the hero that is Sticks Lee. One hundred seventy-two, five tries on the weekend. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm very disappointed in us to be honest. That the pod pod couldn't couldn't went wide, could not come up with. Sticks Lee as a pod last week, even as a shout out for some listeners. I don't think Edric. I don't think Edric Lee has ever been discussed in Supercoach discussions. With no. Dan, no. Look, I, I honestly, I was, I was trying to float to you, Dominic Young, as an option, but there is no way I would have ever said Edric Lee is a good purchase last week. So, well done to anyone who, who tipped him. But yeah, left wingers, that was your tip at the start of the year. Left yeah, wingers, I know, but it is. I mean, going on past forms, maybe like three seasons ago with Edric Lee. Uh, you know, I haven't looked at the stats at all, but yeah, there's no way he would have been would have been relevant. But good on him, five tries, unbelievable, great effort. Three scores under twenty so far this season. I think, like, unless you're desperate for cash, um, I don't think him or Dom Young are really options. Would that be fair? Dom Young, I like. I think he's a good, good young player, and uh, he he's shown some shown some form through the year and early season too. So he's outside. He's on that right edge with outside Dane Gagai, who can put some points on for the his his winger outside. He's got the flick ball, so I I think you could you could entertain getting Dominic Young. I just don't see enough points in the Knights. Like he needs tries to score well. Um, well, he did get a 62, you know, without a try, but yeah. They got a tidy little run coming up in a few weeks where they play, uh, I think it's the, the... The Dogs. They play Dogs West. They play they play Dogs Broncos. West and Broncos all in a row. So, yeah, I mean, you could play him on matchup. I won't be bringing him in, but I agree with Dan that if if anyone was tempted into... Bringing in a Knights winger, I wouldn't get tempted into the Sticksley low BE uh, for those out there that look Dicko, negative. Dicko, 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 Dicko. <laughs> negative BEs. <laughs> um, it will be an and, uh, uh, Yeah, and and um, uh, but but young if you if you're looking at that as an option is one. Uh, just to throw up a couple. Of, sorry, you go, Dan. Yeah, just to throw up a couple of other Knights. Uh, I don't. I won't be going near them, and they're a little bit boring for my. 
for my pod uh, pod choices usually. Uh, Mitch Barnett didn't do much on the weekend. Uh, Tyson Frizzell could be the better option out of those two. Uh, but again, just a little hey, bit boring for me. Mitch Barnett got um, uh, 48 in base in 78 minutes. Like, not terrible. No, but as I said, it's not. I think a fair few were expecting him to goal kick, particularly after Tex Hoy missed four of the first five or something like that. Maybe he'll kick this week. Not sure. But yeah. even going, even then going forward, uh, Ponga, Ponga back. back, he's not going to kick anyway. So oh, I think Frizz, even... Frizz, Frizz uh, price or, or points look overly inflated, but he, he scored a ridiculous amount of tries. So I don't think yep. he keeps that sort of average up when he scored well. Yep. Yeah, I mean, I just don't. I don't think I've owned a night all season and I'm not planning on starting right now. I I. I didn't. I didn't do my research or probably listen to your intro, Matt, on this game. But I just noticed Bradman Best is back this week as yep, well. So, I did mention that. <laughs> um, I'd, I'd I'd probably scratch what I said before. I'd, if you were considering a Knights outside back, I'd probably go Best over Dominic Yarn for an extra fifty k more. He's got some. He's got some super coach pedigree, um, and was and was starting to find a bit of form. So if you were looking for that matchup run home. I think he's the he's the he's their best option as an outside back player. Yeah, I, I like him as a footballer. He's a bit this year he's been a bit like Stags though. It's his his input or his output um in his base and, and his work rate. He just doesn't go looking for the ball as much as he as he used to the uh, last couple of seasons. So uh I I'm I'm not interested in him at all really. On to the bunnies, uh Latrell, um he looks good, he looks fit. Looks really up for it. I would love to own him this week. Uh, either of you guys, Dan, Tubes, uh, Tubes, I'll start with you. You considering bringing him in? Nah, because I'm bringing in Paps and I've got Teddy. I just can't, just yeah. can't bring him in. Um, no, I wish I wish I could. I wish, you know, Paps, Teddy or him were a centre wing. They'd all be in the side this week. Is there an argument that you could go him over Paps? Like for 300k less? Pod? I was just thinking that as I was talking. Just well, you're banking. Can, you're banking for, on Pap's injury. Yeah, basically that's what you're banking on. Given how far out of it I am, maybe that's maybe that's my savior. The only, Latrell the, over the, Paps. There's a sneaky strategy option there where you get Latrell for two weeks and then go to Paps because they've got so they've got Knights then Bulldogs the dogs and then their run gets really hard for the whole way home. Um, and Storm have got Sharks this week away in the wet, which is hard. And then next week they have. Canberra at home, um, probably wanting for that, <laughs> probably wanting for that game. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. Look, I, I think I'd see dropping Teddy first for Latrell and getting both Latrell and Paps this week. Um, for the rest of the year? Yeah. 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 So it's not a one-week pod play. It's you need, you're going, okay, I'm locking in. I look. I, I think so. that's viable. I think it's viable. Um, yeah, I mean, it would I be would the pod to... play for me being six, ranked six thousand now. Like, just just bank on. But it is literally your death riding Pappenhausen, and I don't like death riding players or well, or hoping well, no, they but... get injured or anything like that. So, uh, yeah, I don't. I can't. I can't take him over. No, but you could get sure. both of them. You could get both. Yeah, like then, that's a pod you know, play. Too. Bank on the Roosters going average. Yeah. And obviously, so I'd prefer that, that probably have drink water as well. Yeah, I'd prefer that play. Yeah. Um, 
elsewhere at the Bunnies, uh, Isaiah Tass, not too much needs to be said. Unless anyone, like, I, I don't, you could look at buying him, I suppose, but I, I think their run's just a bit hard. He's a bit awkward price now. Um, so I think, yeah, I, I, yeah. I don't know. Does, does anyone, anyone want to say they want to buy him if they don't, didn't own him? No. No. Uh, AJ, too expensive, Tubes? Too expensive. Uh, if you don't already own him, and I think as you mentioned, the bunnies run home isn't fantastic. I'd probably say for buying Latrell, it's probably less important on their run home. I think Latrell can still go big against good teams, but obviously AJ's just so I think AJ can. On scoring tries. Yeah, he yeah. can, but it's yeah, he's in for less tries. I would love to own him this week, AJ. Yeah. Um, so if you well, did AJ, if you bought AJ last week and then you buy Sivo this week, you're potentially getting a getting an absolute fill up there. Yeah. Yep. Um, uh, Koala Matangi, still an option, Tubes? I know you floated him a fair bit. I think he's still an option. He's back up to just above 500K. I think he's sort of at his – he's hitting his bases, which is sort of that 55 to 60, and yeah. you just need him to have an attacking stat. He's just out on the right. Ilias is just getting no ball. And, I mean, now that they got Latrell, you'd only think it's going to keep going left. And so it's, and he's got Milne outside him. Yeah, He doesn't need anyone outside him, though. It's more just if he's running off. Yeah, yeah, but it's more that they go that way and he's an option to hit on that lead yeah. run. Um, so, yeah, it's a bit yeah. disappointing. But it's just such a terrible back row options for this week. Yeah, that yeah they're boring. They're I all mean, boring. You don't get the Madison flair. Lane... Or or Kolomatangi, that's sort of the three, three ones. And hey, hang on, Big Joe. <laughs> nah, Joe. Was, <laughs> Joe. Let's talk about Joe. Um, yeah, Joe. Slayer. Uh, uh, also, there, <laughs> no Cody Joe. Walker. No you could, on, if you don't, if you don't own Cody Walker, don't bother buying him now. He's a he's a bit of punish to own. Um, oh, he's literally been the worst. I can't wait to get rid of him next week. No, you get what you get. Drop him for the Bulldogs game. Oh, it's maybe. <laughs> I think he got like twenty last time against the Bulldogs. I might drop him, him if Ted if Teddy's back for that Dragons game. I might drop drop him for Ted. We'll see. Uh, and just a one and done here, Dan. Jed Cartwright, first game of the year. Uh, Struel, second row center. He he could be a really sneaky good little option there. Yeah, he's absolutely fine. I think uh, you know if he gets if he gets sixty plus minutes in the back row, and then you don't see him ever again. Uh, I think it's a great downgrade option. Yep, agree. Um, all right, Tigers-Eels. Uh, this game is at Leichhardt Oval for the Tigers, so hopefully they get a good crowd out there. I'm sure it's going to be a mud pile um, in the wet again. Um, not ideal for um, people load up on para, although they should. They still should, still should be way too good for, for the Tigers here, back from New Zealand for the week. Um, Tamo comes back at front row forward. Dewey, Adam Dewey is named at centre for his first start of the season in for James Roberts. For the Eels, Ryan Madison returns at lock. Uh, IPAP shifts up to the second row and Nia Corey shifts up to the front row for um, New South Wales rep Junior Parlo. Um, plenty to talk about here. Um, uh, Fanua Pole who I'd never heard of until the weekend, um, has his second appearance. He got 44 on debut. Uh, Tubes, he looks like a um, uh, a nice little target if uh, your front row is structured, if you've got three front rowers already who are playable. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't really excite me too much as a 
as an option to do, but I suppose it's it's something that you would consider. I I mean, well, well, downgrade if you need cash to get up to Paps or something. Yeah, yeah, no, definite option. I'm not doing it. <laughs> all right, all right. I, for me, the dilemma with him is he would be the third front row forward option for me. So I'd be running no third one on the bench if if yep. two of them go down because I think you need a a zero point score enough in the front row forward. Like agree. I, I can see a bowler pole uh getting, you know, averaging Icy. twenty to thirty. Icy pole. So averaging <laughs> twenty to thirty becoming a bit of an AE issue as your fourth front row forward and what are you gonna do with him? Uh yep. so if you've got the trades, absolutely fine, maybe. But uh, I'm 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 looking to not get him. I'm just a bit of an advocate for not wasting trades in the front row. Like it's all just a bit same same. Like you've got front rowers, just leave them there. You got you know they they all score the same sort of between forty five and seventy. Yeah. I just for don't me, see the benefit. Max King being dual now, he's up in the front row forward. And he's also playing really well with good minutes. So he's an easy hold now and just float between that front row forward, second row forward if, if someone goes down. Yep, yep, I'd agree with that. Um, well, who else we got in this game? Uh, anyone else from the Tigers? Oh, Joe Offahan Goway, he's just been on fire pace-wise. Um, Tubes, you mentioned it wasn't inspiring um, and you weren't looking at him. I've actually had a bit of a look at him this week. Um yeah, I mean, I think he's a fine option, I suppose. 598K, dual second row, front row. I like that. I like that I can get him up to the front row. Um, yeah, given you've already said you didn't really like him, I'm, I won't throw to you. Um, Dan, another one on the on the Tigers' radar for a few player, for a super for, for a few super coaches out there is um, Stefano Utakamano. He's down... He was highly touted as a premium front row option at the start of the year. Now he's 293K coming back from injury. Is that a trap price? At this stage of the year, I think it is. Mid-ranger who may make you 50 to 100K. I don't think you'd be confident playing him in your 17 after this this round. So yep. I, I don't see any upside in bringing him in apart from if he's going to make, you think he might make 200K. And, no and you've got the trades and you've got two trades to to bring him in and out. So a definite trap in, in terms of the, this time of the year. Big Joe O has shown much better stats. I was looking through his base and it is pretty good, uh, but they've also got a tough run now the next three. That probably doesn't affect his base, but attacking stats-wise, it's going to be less opportunity. So at 600K, I'm not that interested. big thing for him is, is Alex Twall's gone. Um, so his yeah. minutes are, are just going to be locked and loaded. They're, they're so thin in those middle forwards. Tubes. Yeah. Honestly, I have nothing against. I think he's. I think he's probably in the top six buys for this week uh, yeah. of who you'd be buying from a super coach perspective. Um, I just can't get around him as a player. I can't get around wanting to watch a West Tigers game for the rest of the season. <laughs> And um, but certainly from a super coach perspective, there's the case that he hasn't played less than 63 minutes in five rounds. Essentially, on the weekend he played 69. He had a base of 74 and scored 87 points. Um, and so the last 
two weeks, sorry, three weeks, he's been averaging, I think, over 55 in base across those. So yeah. I think he's a he's a definite option to get this week uh, over probably those of the likes of Clemmer and he would be a third front rower that you could hold. And as you said, he's got that dual flexibility. I don't mind him for super coach, but he, I don't want, yeah. If I was in your position, Matt, I'd probably be considering bringing him in a lot more. Mm. Given where I am, I'm, I'm, it's a bit of a luxury to not want to bring him in just because I don't want to watch him play. As we're talking here, I just realised as well. He so he last week Twal was out obviously, and also Tamo was laid out. Uta Kamano only played twenty one minutes, um, and Joe O played big minutes. So Tamo's back now. So I don't think his minutes are probably guaranteed. Um, should still stay above. I mean, it'd be a surprise if it went below 60 minutes, though. Mm. Just just from previous as well, I know he's had a bit of a – he's had a bit of a history of showing some ability for a few yeah. rounds in terms of super coach-wise and going, oh, Joe Fangau, is he now an actual, uh, you know, an actual option for super coach? Uh, and most of the time he then fizzles out. So – Based on that, I wouldn't wouldn't say if you look back at his last five rounds, you'd be going, oh, this looks good. I can hold him for the rest of the year. It might fizzle again to that sort of 45, 55 point yeah, average I think, at I think the back he, end of the season. I think he could easily average 55 for the rest of the year and he's he's priced at a 65 or higher, slightly higher. So, yeah. The, the only thing I'll say to that is I've just looked it up to confirm it. He does come off contract at the end of 2023. So his negotiating time starts November 1 uh, with a new club. So he's looking to put in shop window for the back end of the season. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Fair enough. Um, oh, a little sneaky one, New Brown, starting hooker these days. No. Pod, Dan? No, not for me. Just no interest. Adam, Adam Dewey has more interest, but he's ridiculously overpriced. Uh, but he's the only one there that could go, you know, three rounds and score 400 points. Uh, but given that West Tigers have, have got Parramatta, Panthers, North Queensland. Uh, Broncos. You just, it's the biggest <laughs> ultra pod there is. You're not going to, yeah. you're probably not going to go. Can't in. possibly buy Adam Dewey at Plain Centre at 675,000. Um, for the Eels, uh Far more relevant super coach team. Um, won't spend too much time on Dillbags. He's a great option um, if you don't own him already. Um, Dan, someone I did want to talk about was Ryan Madison. So he's back from a rib cartilage injury, I believe. And um, I want to understand a bit how uh, rib cartilage injuries can affect performance. And he's obviously managing a fair bit of pain there, um, more than likely. Yeah. So there's not much to to note really that they get in, they get an injection usually pre-game and if it's too sore, um, they'll come off. If they're beaten up afterwards, you know, it's going to hang around for a few weeks. So I think on a super coach front, it usually means that the output goes down maybe 10, 15%. Um, so if, if, if he doesn't get those attacking stats, you're probably going to see a little decrease in his base. Uh, the fact that he gets a lot of points off offloads, though, I don't know if the base is as important because uh, he does have a bit of that flair with with offloads, tackle breaks. And um, I think, you know, ha- him having a bit of bench time has only been good for him this year because he's making much more of an impact when he when he does come on. Well, this would actually, if he does start, this would only be the third game of the season that he starts. Mm. Um, 
I'm just put a bit put off by the price tag um, with that injury. I just uh, don't get me wrong. I, I think he's a great option, but he's priced at six seventy seven k, which you know to get your money's worth there, he's got to be scoring like seventy five points. So, not saying he won't. Um, I'm just leaning towards some other options. I think. I don't think he's any value, but he's he's much less boring than all the other second row forward options this week. And yep. he is definitely one you can play in your 17 week in, week out from here. So not even for the run, value, yeah. You know, you're just looking to lock him, set him, forget him in the second row. Nice and easy. And it's it's a crap position. It's been pretty crap position this year. So and he's a, at the higher end of players, not just yep. for this week, but yep. um across the whole position. Yeah, six seventy is not not terrible. Not not. I think if you can afford the him, bank. Yeah, yeah. I, I I think you, if you're considering him or Joe O, and you can afford both, Matt. True. Well, I don't know if I would be able to. It be it would mean a downgrade elsewhere, but yeah, yeah. Um, I think that I'm, I I was considering saving some money so I can get Harry and stuff in easy next week, but I think I'm just gonna I might just go all out, get all my money on the park this week, and then and then worry about those later. Um, just see what happens. Yeah. Harry's in for a few price lowers, well, so I've, you could I've, wait a week or two. I've got pl- I've got players that I, I can, I've got I've got options like, but yeah, we'll see how we go. Um, uh, who was I going to talk about next? Uh, Sevo. So you guys obviously bought him in last week. You saw enough that you're like, yep, let's get him on a tear. Um, he's in my trade plans currently. Um, for this week, we've seen he can go 150 or bigger. The Eels have got a nice two-game stretch right now. They play Tigers and then the Warriors. And then their run's not too bad on the way home. They play the Broncos twice. Um, They've got the Panthers in round 20 um, and the Storm in round 25. So I'd suggest slightly better than average draw for the run home. Um, He's a play on matchups. You'd probably sit him against Penrith and Melbourne. Would that be fair, Tubes? Yeah, definite play on matchups. I think they also play in that run uh, the Bulldogs as well in the run home. And as you said, the Broncos twice and uh, Warriors and Tigers this week. So I think uh, there's there's about five games in that run home that you'd, you'd probably be looking to play him. And, and yeah, he's going to have weeks like last week that he got 19, uh, but you're just hoping it's sprinkled in with some 100-plus weeks, which he definitely has in him. Yeah, absolutely. Also good, uh, good to watch. Good to watch, and I think him and AJ are the perfect fifth, sixth, sixth center wing options uh, for the run home, and just play them on matchups. Uh, Dan, I'm just going to give you three names quickly, and just give me a yes or no um, in a row. Um, Mitch Moses, Clint Gutherson, Reed Marnie. Oh, it's the triple triple no, I think. Yeah, red it, lights. I mean, oh my god, no. I mean, if I do. I do. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I do like seeing players go bad. I think they're probably in the top top five for me. It's all three of them. Oh no, to be honest, I don't mind um, Marnie, but um, I don't. I do like seeing Moses and uh, Gutho. Ma- Moses and Gutho both just are not premium options in premium positions. Yeah, so imagine cannot be considered. Yeah, what do you? You don't want Marnie for the run home as well. So none of none of them. Sean Lane. Uh, I think we've we touted him up, and I did listen last week, Matt. You tried to claim him for yourself, but definitely was me <laughs> spruiking him up a few weeks back. Well, I, I just turn uh, up week in, week out. I'm allowed to claim whatever yeah, I like. Yeah, <laughs> I think I think he was under he was just under 500k 
uh, at that time yep. and he's gone really well and he's he's made his money. I there's no value in him now. Uh but you could you could pick him up as a as a little bit of a flare second row forward option. Uh because he's he is producing he's playing eighty minutes, which is nice, but he's producing those attacking stats as well. Playing outside deal bags, good place to be. Yeah, good good combination. If you've got, you know, deal bags, Sean Lane, Sevo, that's what I did last week was bank on a Parramatta fill up, and uh, yeah, it didn't work out so well. But you could you could run with that. Surely it works out this week. It has I hope to. so anyway. Uh, the last game of the round is Broncos Dragons um, up there at Suncorp. The Broncos are decimated. Um, I won't go through it all because there's too many, um, and the Dragons much easier. Jaden Sullivan starts at halfback for Ben Hunt. Um, of the most note there, um, super coach wise. Um, uh, they the Broncos have a couple of guys who are making their debuts. So Zach Hosking starts in the second row. He's not even in the game yet, um, but he looks a perfect one and done. Dan, yeah. So I think he him or Jed Cartwright, one of those, I'll be looking to probably get in the side. Um, for that, Zach will be but ba- Zach will be basement price. Yeah, is Jed um, Cartwright basement? No, nah, Jed's two oh five. Okay. Yeah, so probably lean towards the basement there, but I have no idea about him. Haven't looked up, heard anything about him at all. So I've looked uh, him up. Oh, okay. Yep. So his Q Cup stats look pretty good. He scored a few tries. Um, he makes good meters. Three. Yeah, three in twelve appearances. Not too bad. Um, his meter, his meters per game is good. Um, looks to have you know a bit of you know attacking flair. From what I can see, he won New South Wales Cup Player of the Year. I think it was last year. Um, so he's obviously got a bit about him. Um, look, you're just looking for one good game out of him. Um, hopefully, he goes in the game as dual somehow. But I would suggest he'll just be in at second row forward. Um, so yeah, I think he's perfect one and done. I think he'll be the he'll be the right one. This is a pretty boring game. And another uh, another option. Um, for the Broncos, one and done just while we're there. Uh, Xavier Willison is a player of a fair bit of promise. He's dual front row, second row, uh, at 205K. He's coming off the bench. He could be back, though, for another game, I would suggest. I think he's, even though he's on the bench, I think he's higher up the pecking order than Hosking. Um, Corey Oates, Tubes, Pod? Pod, don't get him. <laughs> I don't like him either. <laughs> just to just put, I think he's too expensive uh, yeah. for pod, pod territory. And yeah, they got too many players out this week. Um, I saw Palisay as a, a popular buy. Definitely avoid him. A huge A problem, and he's not very good. Uh, Stags probably got to go in the bin for now, Dan. Yeah, I've got no interest. I'm happy enough to leave Stags alone. Uh, he may have a couple of big scores in him, but just haven't seen enough. He's got plenty of low scores this year. Um, just on Payne Haas, he's obviously out for two to three weeks. Um, I'm going to be holding him um, as an owner. Obviously, he's hurt. He has been a terrible buy for me this year. He's been injured and has just hasn't worked out. Um, as I said earlier, I'm just I don't want to make trades in the front row if I don't have to, and I can plug Max King in next week. I think I'm just going to run with that for now. Um, can anyone give me a dragons option? I've got on the run sheet. There are no dragons purchases here. I, it's uh, this is more of a Broncos one, but I was I was I was pretty keen on considering Flegler this week. Yeah, um, me too. Pledger, Flegler, 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 Flegler. <laughs> Flegler. Uh, this week. Um, 
because obviously with Haas out and a bit of a joke that they can pick Dearden as 18th man for two games and now they pick Fleg- Flegler for two for the 18th Broncos man must and be he misses fuming. the game. Yeah, filthy. Um, I'm not a Broncos fan, so I don't really care that much, but I was looking for – he was going to be an option for me for Supercoach to bring in this week because I think he is a bit of an option for the run home, but the draw card being that he plays this week. Yep. Um, yeah. It's a I bit think, of a weird one. I think he had to play this week to be an option. I don't think he's an option for the run home. Yeah. But any, um, any interest in uh, Pereira on the wing, 266? Well, as he, the I mean, one and done type again. guy. Yeah. One and done. Is he the backup? Is he the next winger to come in? If, if say, Oates or, or Cobo nah, go down? Te- possibly Tessie Niu. On the uh, wing? Well, or in the centres and they move Branco out to the wing. I don't know. They Maybe. Not yeah, sure. I think he, I think he's an option. I'd, I won't be going there, but yeah, it's just yeah, just a pod move rather than getting a, a sort of average front row or second row forward and say he grabs a double somehow and yep. just kicks on a little bit. Uh, might be worth the punt for for the guys not not close to the top. Speaking yep. of a pod move, uh, Michele Ravalawa for the Dragons, I think is. Other than Lomax is probably the only one that I would consider if I was going for someone from that from that Three, Dragons team. Three thirty eight K. Yeah. Three thirty eight K break even at twelve. I mean, essentially similar to what Dan was just saying with um uh the Broncos winger. You're just hoping he gets over for a few tries and you might be able to play him on some matchups for the run home. He's not cheap enough that you're yeah, that you're just bringing in for this week, you're probably going to end up holding him, I'd say. Um, but he's an option. Yeah, I'd there's, that, I, I, there's, there's I only two it. matches I'd play him in, I think, for the run home. But yeah. One who I'd probably look at, if I didn't own Zach Lomax on the other side, uh, I don't no, mind. Same side. I, same side. Sorry, no, I don't want another one, another pod, right. uh, is Moses Sully. So yep. he's been the most impressive outside back for St. George this year, obviously guaranteed spot now. He scored three tries in three games, but his average kind of 60, 65 plus for those games. Uh, I don't think his base is too bad. I think he's probably running a a mid-30s base, which is pretty good for an outside back. Uh, I just can't have two Dragons outside backs playing on opposite sides to each other. So if I didn't have Lomax, I'd definitely be – if I had to choose right now between Lomax and Sully, I would definitely choose Sully. Yeah, so would I. Um, I couldn't possibly buy any Dragons this week. Like, they just got no upside for me. Um, and if I didn't have Lomax already, I wouldn't be buying him. Yeah. Um, so that's that's that. Lane oh. Miller, to the right, inside. Oh! Bateman, Bateman. Wow. Yes, yes, Canberra. All right, let's get into our, tra- our VC and captain chat. Um, I'll start with YouTubes. I think I'm going to VC Hines in the wet. Um, I mean, depends how frisky I'm feeling. I could put it on Moylan uh, just to, just for a bit of a laugh. Here we, here we go. Pappenhausen, Pappenhausen, Nico Hines, or Matt Moylan. Um, but so yeah, it'll obviously be that game. But I'm leaning more towards Hines uh, over Pappenhausen in that game, and then. Yeah, I suppose it'll just see see how I'm going over the weekend. If I'm going for a flyer, I might go for a flyer on Sevo, but most likely it's going to end up being Papali. 
like I think most people. Dan? Yeah, so, yeah, it's it's Nico or Paps, obviously. I haven't even thought about it to say who that is. Uh, I think the obvious one is Dillbags. I think he can potentially go berserk against the Tigers. So that's that's who I'm looking to captain. I have zero Souths, so if I had some Souths, I'd consider one of those guys otherwise. I'm going – I haven't decided between Hines and Paps yet. I'll make a call on that on the day. Um, I'll look at a few ownership things there. Um, I feel like oh, they've both got big ceilings. It's it's a hard one. Um, Captain, I'm looking at Dillbags as well. I own Cody Walker, but I just – I don't think I can do it. I think I'm going to look at Dillbags or IPAP. I think they're the, – Is there any is there any pod captaincy options for the viewers? I think Cody. Cody's probably a pod captain option. Sticks Levo. Um, Sevo. I don't think uh, – yeah, nah. Stags, potentially. Stags could go big in that final game, maybe. Maybe. Ezra Mam. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather do Matt Moylan. Pretty Over Ezra. Jerome, Jerome, Jerome Hughes, VC, perhaps. Yeah, it's pretty oh, – oh, it's pretty tough. I think if you weren't – I can't see how you don't VC at least Paps or Hines in that game. Yeah. If you weren't to do that, then I think the option, the play would be VC Walker um, in the Rabbitohs game uh, for those that own him. So I think that's the the third option for the VC, and then and then obviously the captain in probably the Power game. If I own Latrell, yeah. I'd be captaining Latrell for sure. I would love to be doing that, or AJ even. AJ VC. I'll give Cody some pretty thought. tough. Pretty tough to to see AJ, but I mean. Mm. Yeah, who knows? It's, it's just an option. Um, all right, quick game. Who would you rather to finish the night? Um, who who wants to who wants to take up the who would you rather be mantle? Maybe I can do that this week, Dan. Maybe you can host, and uh, I'll I'll give the who would you rather be, and Tubes can give the who would you rather's. All right, sounds good. So, popular segment: Who would you rather? I'm going to go with Matt. Who would you rather be for this week? And Tubes on. His current uh, Supercoach form probably shouldn't be doing this, but we'll do Who Would You Rather for Supercoach. <laughs> All right. So the first one for you, Maddie. who would you rather be? Joe O, Big Joe O, or Shawnee Boy Lane? This is real tough because I feel like they're both dot balls, like dot ball characters. Um, I'm going to go with Sean Lane just because he's from God's country down there in the, <laughs> down there in the Shire. And he's uh he's he's more likely to be playing for a premiership sometime soon. That's a terrible call. Oh, you reckon Joe Absolutely O? Absolutely terrible. Like it's not even close. There's no way you want to be Sean Lane. Yeah, he's a bit gangly. Why do you want to be he's Joe bit, O? He's so a bit bad. gangly. He's a bit awkward looking. Sean Lane. Big Joe he's O. Lot, he's, he's, I've heard he's pretty ripped at the moment. He's looking good. He's got a bit about him, Joe O. I, I don't think he's the opposite of a dot ball. I think that's. I think. Uh, Something going on there with you, Matt, and your your love for the Shire boys. I don't know what it is exactly, <laughs> but um, uh, from a super coach perspective, I would rather have um, Lane. I Pretty think, tricky. If that. I was if I was choosing between two, yeah, that is tough. Um, yeah. Both good options. Uh, I think. I think I wouldn't want to play either in my final seventeen team, save for the run home. So I'd probably rather Lane as if a that's the case, on matchups. If, I think if you're paying six hundred in round seventeen, you, they have to be in your seventeen for the run home, don't they, Dan? Yeah, yeah. I'd be looking at 
either of them, if you bring them in, you got to you got to see them as your seventeen, run run yeah. home seventeen, or at least eighteen, and play them on most of those matchups. You might not play them against the Storm, the Panthers, that sort of thing, but uh, but yeah, you you pretty much got to have got to play them in that seventeen. So yeah, tough one for me. I'd probably slightly lean towards Lane, just as Tubes pointed out, not not having to watch a Tigers game. It's very nice. Uh, next one we got. Fiji versus Papua New Guinea. Maddie, who would you rather be? Sivo versus Olam. This is a hard who would you rather be. I, I like both of them. Um, Olam's just signed for like six years at the Storm or something. He obviously enjoys living in Melbourne just like I do. Um, look, I'm going to go for Olam. I don't know why, but I'm just going to go for Olam. <laughs> yeah. Does Sivo doesn't have like like his um, the past left winger for Parramatta? He's got no no criminal record going, or does I he... feel like the, maybe that maybe the only thing though there with Sivo is like he might go back to Fiji to live one day, and that's pretty appealing. <laughs> Justin Olam back to back to Port Moresby, not as appealing. <laughs> no, Matt, six years in the storm, sipping lattes, having a good time in a great in a great team, like. Playing center and yeah, you know, easy. Olam, I'll go. I'll go Olam for the next five years, and then beyond that, I'll go back to Sevo. <laughs> Cheers. What about you for Supercoach? Uh, definitely, I'd go Sevo for Supercoach purposes. I think as we've we've discussed, um, and yeah, I'd, I'd had a quick quick bit of research. Couldn't find uh, that Sevo's been to the Shire anytime recently. So, um, Jeez. yeah, stick with Olam. Yeah, so I'd, I'd agree. I'd probably have Sivo as that fifth or sixth centre centre wing option. Uh, bit of a boring one we got on the next one. Maddie, who would you rather be, Mitch Mitch Barnett or Brenton Nakora? <laughs> oh, Brit, this is easy. Brenton Nakora yeah. every day. <laughs> Mitch Barnett who, looks who, like who, a massive rabbit. that one? <laughs> uh, it's oh, a good geez. one for Supercoach. Yeah. Like, I think that's a good Supercoach really. matchup. I, I think the same. I Nakora uh, all day, every day for me. Um, I think that's three Nakoras there. Okay, the next is the battle of the battle of the bottom basement boys. We got uh, Pole versus Hosking, and and Jed Cartwright. Oh, um, yeah, it's a triple triple threat. So Jed Hus- Jed Cartwright two hundred and five k, slightly more expensive, but uh, look, he's in the triple header. Yeah, look, uh, I see Pole. I, I know nothing about him, but I know his name's his last name's Pole, so he, he's out <laughs> straight away, and he plays for the Tigers. Uh, Zach Hosking, son of former Manly player David Hosking, uh, he's up there in Brisbane. Seems all right. Jed Cartwright is, I think he's John Cartwright's son. Um, he sure is cousin yeah. of Bryce. No, no, no. I, he's a pretty he's a pretty pretty good looking rooster. I might go with Jed. You gotta, you gotta see, you gotta see Bryce every year at Christmas. Uh, you know, chat That's to all right. That's all right. You can, you can hang shit on him for, being, does, uh, does for his, doing does his research. Does his research a bit. <laughs> uh, I think yeah. if I was to pick Supercoach out of those three this week, oh, I'd probably go Jed as well, starting on the edge. For, assuming he starts, starting on the edge for Souths against the Knights and in game two. Um, and 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 he's probably a, a dot ball uh, out back out of the team. Actually, scratch that. I think he Jed's probably more chance of of that with the injuries they got. He mm. might 
retain a bench spot. So you, I, I, I'll, I'll change that to the the Broncos back row that you've got to say is no chance of holding Hosking. the spot. Yeah. Yeah, Hoskin. Yeah, I'd, I'd agree. Probably Hoskin's a pretty easy option there. Uh, and then the last one for the night, uh, we got the Sticks versus the Stags. So Sticks in Edric Lee versus Katoni Stags. Matt. Oh, look, as much as I, you know, as much love as I've got for Six Lee, I, I think I'd prefer to be Katoni. Katoni's <laughs> uh, yeah. got a bit more going for him, I think. Um, yeah, I'll go with it. I don't know. He's got good basketball, Sticks Lee's cousin of Paddy Mills. <laughs> get get you over to the States, go to a couple of Brooklyn Net games. He's going to the Dolphins got, next week. Next, I, next I don't year. think he's got any, I don't think he's got any leaked uh, videotapes of him as well, Sticks Lee. So yeah. that's all right. That's a tough That's one. Right. Nah, it's got uh, to be and, and super coach wise, I don't want either. Um, but I'd I'd go stags for sure. I yeah. really like Stixley. Yeah, isn't a void despite his big minus break even. Yeah, I think I think we're all on that with stags as well. Good one. Thanks for thanks for your little hosting duties, Dan. That was a very, very good little debut for you. Um Thanks to the listeners. It's been a good pod. Um, really looking forward to bye week this week. And we haven't even touched on it, but, yeah, State of Origin 3, Decider, should be an absolute belter. Um, next week up there at Suncorp, so we'll do a bit of a recap on the epi- on our episode. Um, probably next week. We'll probably wait till after Origin to do next week's uh, pod again, same as we did in round 14. So, uh, Dan, thanks for joining us tonight. Cheers, Matty. Thank you. Tubes, thank you very much. You beauty. You beauty. Have a good week, everyone. Cheers.